Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour and happy Father's Day. I'm Dr. Mystery, here joined by Donna Lee. Well, hello. Happy Father's Day, Dr. Mystery. I hear you have some children. I do. I do have quite a few children, <laughs> and uh, thank you for that. Um, we, this is our third show. We've had some excellent uh, response from uh, our listeners uh, a good number of them are patients of mine that are surprised that we're putting this together, but um, uh, a lot of them have been very supportive, and uh, today I did my uh, first autograph, in fact. You don't say. Yes. Was it, uh, was it legible? Could you, could you read it? Well, I'm, 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 I'm a little fearful of the paparazzi, <laughs> but uh, ho ho hopefully these few <laughs> autograph requests won't, won't cut into my personal, oh. my personal time. Father's Day is um, really one of the centerpieces of why Men's Health Month is in June. And uh, we're very excited about talking about some men's health topics that specifically relate to fatherhood and things that we can expect to experience uh, as we grow older. Maybe our fathers are experiencing prostate cancer and a large prostate, or maybe you're experiencing erectile dysfunction, or maybe you have some medical conditions that are preventing you from becoming a father. These are some of the topics that we're gonna talk about today. Uh, but first, a little bit of information about our practice. Uh, Donna? Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know, if you haven't heard about us, we are urology specialists of Austin. We have um, a lovely staff of about 30 amazing humans that we have in our family, our work family. Uh, we have three MDs, we have two physician assistants, one nurse practitioner. We have a pelvic floor physical therapist who's amazing, Dr. Treadway. Uh, we also have a registered dietitian on site. His name's Robert. And um, we have all sorts of lovely ancillary services as well that you wouldn't really think that we would have. Like uh, we have a sex therapist on site and a sleep study coordinator. We have four locations. We're super excited to announce our south location at 6501 South Congress. We'll give you more information about that location in the, the upcoming shows. Our main hub is in Round Rock on Hester's Crossing. We have a location just south of Lakeline Mall in North Austin. And we also have a Dripping Springs location. You can reach us at armormenshealth.com is our website, or armormenshealth at gmail.com. And our phone number is 512-238-0762. Thank you, Donna. Mm -hmm. uh, I love talking about our office because when you hear about the services that we offer, one of the first things that you might ask is, why do these different ancillary services exist in a urologist's office? And I can't speak more to how that reflects how different of a place this is. You can expect to get your total men's health issues covered in our office, and we pride ourselves on that. When you come complaining of something like erectile dysfunction or an atypical urinary issue, you should expect to leave here with an answer. Now, maybe the first answer or the first medicine doesn't work, but we're going to be looking at biomechanics, nutrition, medicine, surgery, all the things that we feel could help you with your, with your symptoms. And we are prideful in that we can offer a lot of those services here uh, in the office. One of the um, topics that we treat quite commonly and utilizes a lot of the different services here is men's fertility. So men are referred to us by their wives' OB-GYNs, or they come to see us when they are thinking about starting to have children, and most often by advanced women's reproductive specialists called IVF specialists or reproductive endocrinologists. 
Because a lot of times men don't know that they're having a problem until they've been having a problem for up to a year or more, and they're finally seeing an advanced reproductive doctor uh, on behalf of their wife. Right, and they can't blame their wife anymore. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, and most of the time, it's a combined issue. Uh, and when we're sent for uh, when we're sent patients, we really take a comprehensive approach to helping these men become fathers, which I think is a wonderful topic to talk about, talk about on Father's mm-hmm. Day. Our approach to men's fertility is going to begin with a standard semen analysis. We we like to get two because any decisions made about whether a man is fertile or not or infertile or not, should be made based upon good data. And two semen analysis is important. We do a thorough history and physical. That physical exam is designed to look for anatomic abnormalities that could be contributing to fertility problems, and then a full laboratory evaluation. That laboratory evaluation is going to look for hormone abnormalities. It's going to look for metabolic abnormalities, such as cholesterol problems, we look at your weight, we look at your nutrition, and then give you kind of a comprehensive program. When we talk about what can affect a man's fertility, I like to talk about five different categories. The first category is genetics. Genetics rule our lives from birth to death, and genetics can sometimes not be escaped. There are some genetic abnormalities that can lead to men having no sperm at all, or very little sperm, or even blocked sperm. And if somebody has a very low sperm count or no sperm, a condition called azospermia, we will often conduct genetic tests uh, to look for these conditions because some can be addressed or reversed and others cannot. Another component of genetics is something called genetic carrier testing. So many diseases, more than a 100 can be identified in our genes with technology that we have today. What we do is a blood test. It's called, it's, it's called foremost carrier testing. And what we can test for is over a 100 genetic conditions that you may have that are hiding in your genes, that if your wife or partner also has that genetic condition, you would be at risk for passing that on to your children. And we encourage almost all couples that come to see us to think about getting this carrier testing to avoid catastrophic genetic conditions uh, that might be able to be avoided. The second thing, so we talked about genetics, is going to be hormone health. So in a man, the most common hormone that affects fertility is going to be testosterone. But there are other hormones such as thyroid, estrogen. We look at vitamin D, which is a type of combination of vitamins and hormones. These Uh, abnormalities in these hormones can cause fertility problems and we can correct them with medication. Now we don't want to use testosterone in patients because if a man is taking testosterone that can actually cause them to have no sperm or to have a very reduced sperm count. So if somebody out there was having fertility problems and somebody put you on injectable or topical testosterone that was absolutely not the right track and uh, we would need to see you and find a different way of improving your testosterone. So I talked about genetics, and I talked about hormones. The next we talk about is metabolic health. And when I evaluate people for metabolic problems, sometimes they're surprised that I'm looking for cholesterol and blood pressure. But when I explain it like this, which is that if your body's not healthy, your sperm's not going to be healthy, I think it makes a lot of sense. And in fact, 
Low sperm counts are more predictive of heart attack in men than even cholesterol and blood pressure. And I've seen far too many men that are known to have poor sperm counts but never got a more extensive evaluation of their overall health. Because what good is it to help make you a father if you're not going to be around to enjoy that? Mm-hmm. But on the other end, if we improve things like cholesterol, your diet, if we, cor- if we correct high blood pressure, we see sperm counts improve substantially. So I talked about genetics. I talked about hormones and metabolic factors. Lifestyle can play a really big role in a man's fertility. So after I talk about genetic factors, metabolic factors, hormonal factors, I then like to spend a lot of time talking about lifestyle factors. So it shouldn't be a real mystery to you that things that we do in our daily life can have an impact on our fertility. We ask that our patients limit their alcohol intake to less than two drinks a day. We look for an avoidance of tobacco, even chewing tobacco. We want people to know that regular marijuana use is going to impact how the sperm are moving and how they develop. People that are in jobs that are high temperature, where maybe their testicles and uh, scrotum are at risk for high temperatures, like um, people who work in hot garages, like mechanics, need to be know that that, know that could be a risk factor. If you're saunaing or uh, in a hot tub uh, for two hours a day, that can impact your uh, sperm function. We like to see men avoid keeping cell phones in their pockets and keeping laptops off their laps. And then we want them to reduce their weight because being obese is a significant risk factor for infertility. This is also where we're going to talk about supplements. We have some proprietary supplements that we like to give in our office that reduce um, or um, reduce inflammation, as well as give sperm some of the necessary uh, vitamins they need to, to swim strong. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about one of the more interesting aspects of men's fertility, and that's the anatomy of the testicles and the anatomy and plumbing that leads to our ability to have sperm in our ejaculate. And we're going to talk about vasectomy reversals. So... Please, we'll be right back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour 